Welcome to The Individualist with David Sebast, discussing freedom, faith, and philosophy from an individualist perspective, with episodes every Sunday at 5 p.m. back to the individualist after a two-month hiatus a little bit more actually um and i will explain why there was so much of a time gap after the episode's done but now onto this episode uh, this episode uh, as you will see from the title um is going to be delving into the philosophy of egoism now I want to clarify first that I myself am not an egoist, although I do feel that Ayn Rand's ideas are very central um, to the libertarian movement as it has progressed. Um, and I also want to clarify that egoism and hedonism are not the same thing, although you will uh, find some people claiming that that is the case, and it is not. Um, so what is egoism? Egoism is the idea that the self is the most uh, important uh, thing to recognize. Um, rather that the self-interest, I suppose, is uh, the thing that each person um, should have as their ultimate uh, goal in life. Uh, and to separate that from hedonism, uh, hedonism is sort of just the seeking of pleasure at the moment. Um, whereas egoism is sort of a, uh, a long-term idea of what, what is the self-interest, what will be uh, most beneficial to myself, not necessarily at the moment, but as a whole, and that is the thing that I should be pursuing. Uh, and a lot of it is also just casting off um, the ideas that are uh, implanted on you um, from external forces. Um, so you'll hear a lot about the concept of a spook, uh, if you start uh, de yeah, delving into Max Stirner's philosophy, uh, and I've actually uh, <laughs> I, I bashed him a little bit uh, early on um, in my episodes, and I myself am still not a Stirnerite, uh, so I see no reason to stop doing so, because uh, I think he has a lot of ideas that are good, but he also has a lot of ideas that are very, very wrong. Um, so I will get into that later, uh, but Ayn Rand, uh, who is a little bit of a less intensive uh, egoist, I would say, um, does a little bit of explaining as to what egoism is better than I probably could. Now, when Ayn Rand explains the concept of egoism, she actually uses the term individualist, but I think that there is a difference, and I'll explain why uh, a little bit into the episode. Uh, but she says an individualist is a man who lives for his own sake and by his own mind. He neither sacrifices himself to others nor sacrifices others to himself. He deals with men as a trader, not as a looter, as a producer, not as an Attila. And that is from the virtue of selfishness, a new concept of egoism. So yes, it is the utter pursuit of your own self-interest. Now, normally people have this very bad view of selfishness. Uh, and I think that self-interest and selfishness are actually two separate things. Actually, the person who does a really good job of explaining the difference between self-interest 
and selfishness is actually C.S. Lewis. Uh, because he believed that selfishness was actually not in our self-interest. And Max Stirner actually says something very similar. So I suppose some may consider him a, a sort of Christian egoist, almost. Um, so uh, here we go. This is from The Weight of Glory. Um, it says, Our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink, sex, and ambition where an infinite joy is offered us like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. So it is the pursuit of ultimate self-interest rather than the current selfishness. That is the difference also between egoism and hedonism. Hedonism uh, says, I want what I want right now, and egoism says, I will, I suppose, wait um, for the thing that will eventually um, befit my self-interest most. So I just used one of my favorite authors of all time explaining why self-interest is good. Uh, I did a pretty decent explanation, I think, of why egoism is different from hedonism and why it is infinitely better. Uh, but why do I say that I still very much disagree with egoism and the concept behind egoism? Uh, and let me explain a little bit more where I agree with it so that you can understand where I disagree with it. Well, I agree with it very much in that I believe that self-interest is a worthy goal. Uh, and the Bible also does say uh, that we need to love others as we love ourselves. I feel that uh, it is very important that there is some self-love and that there is self-interest. Uh, that's the reason why the people inside of a plane say that you need to be putting on your own mask in the case of an emergency before you put on somebody else's mask because you can't help other people unless you're helping yourself. In that same way, you can't really love somebody else unless you've learned to love yourself regardless of all the bad things that exist there or at least start pursuing uh, a way to fix it so that it is more close to what you would like uh, in your own life. That all being said, I think that there is a great mistake in egoism, especially in people who refer to themselves as Christian egoists. Yes, of course, the Bible does say that we need to love others as much as we love ourselves, but it also says that we need to consider others higher than ourselves. Um, and that is a very large problem for the Christian egoist. Uh, but I would say, actually, that uh, in a way... Um, that altruism actually does assist with self-interest. So uh, in the greatest paradox, perhaps of all, uh, that the interest of the self uh, may not actually be the interest of the self. Um, uh, let me explain. There is a parable in the Bible in which Christ says that there is a shepherd who has 100 sheep. And one of the days, the one sheep goes missing. So he still has 99 sheep, but he has one sheep that has gone missing. Uh, and the egoist may say, well, uh, I have 99 sheep, and the one, uh, if I go searching and hunting for it, uh, seems to be probably very far off, and it could get me killed. And so in the pursuit of my self-interest, both now and later, it would be best for me uh, to just uh, stick with the 99. And the communist may also say the same, 
because the communist is ultimately concerned with the uh, fate of the collective rather than the fate of the individual. So uh, strangely enough, the egoist and the communist, which are quite opposites, would have the same ultimate reaction, I believe. However, the shepherd in the story does not do this. He actually goes out uh, and risks life and limb to get this one sheep and bring it back. Uh, now, this might not even work with altruism so much, because altruism uh, would say that we need to care about others, and I suppose that some people may say, well, I guess he didn't care about the 99 so much. Uh, but he does care very much about individuals, it seems, whether that is an individual sheep or an individual person. So the individual's importance is placed above the collective, uh, while at the same time not necessarily in an egoistic manner. And so I would say that this is the ultimate difference between egoism and individualism, uh, and that in the end, uh, the pursuit of individualism actually assists the self-interest uh, more so than egoism does. Um, for example, uh, with egoism, Max Stirner uh, rightly notes uh, that we need to uh, cast off these ideas that have been sort of implanted in us uh, from an outside uh, or an external force if they are not helpful or if they are simply wrong and do not exist outside of the abstract. So he decides that morality and property are actually both spooks, uh, because the concept of property depends on who you ask what is property. And the concept of morality also seems to be the same. But not so, I think, because morality, uh, for all the differences that exist inside of different cultures, also has more in common between those cultures than it has opposites. And the people who often do not recognize morality in a manner that is at all similar to other people, often have uh, a malformation of the brain. And so I think it is uh, within the egoist best interest to try and discover the origin of this concept of morality, rather than simply declaring it a spook. Uh, perhaps it seems that if this is so ingrained in the nature of man, and does not seem to go with his own nature, or sometimes not even the nature of preserving of society, then where does this come from? Is it something that one very sick-minded person came up with, since it does not help the individual, does not help society at large sometimes? Uh, or is there something external? Was there some sort of contract, which would be a very non-abstract thing, that started this? And so I think it is within the best interest of the egoist to rather than simply decide that because something it does not seem to uh, be similar across all people um, consistently that it does not exist. Um, it is best instead to say there must be uh, something that originates this. Uh, and so this is why I would consider myself not to be an egoist, because rather than the uh, interest of the self, I have the interest of individuals. I think that it is important that you recognize the uh, uniqueness and the importance of each individual. Um, rather than simply uh, going out for your own self-interest. Or, of course, for the interest of the greater good, as I don't consider myself a collectivist either. In fact, I'm very much not. So, yes, in the end, uh, egoism is the pursuit of the self, 
whereas individualism, I would say, is the pursuit of uh, the importance of each individual and recognizing the importance and uniqueness of each individual. And that doesn't necessarily um, disinvite self-interest. Uh, in fact, it's important to recognize the uniqueness and importance of yourself as an individual as well, not just all the other ones. Um, but I do not think that it is limited only to the interest of the self. Uh, I think that the uniqueness of individuals and their importance has to be included uh, for it to be true individualism and not just egoism, which I consider to be a different thing. Now that we're all done with the egoism talk, why was I gone for just two weeks randomly? Uh, part of it was that I am working on my very last year of university, and that got in the way with my internship and my job. Uh, and the class that I was doing. Uh, and part of it also uh, was that I recently got engaged to a wonderful, wonderful woman who I was going to actually have on the show at one point, um, but that fell through, and hopefully she can get on at some point. Her name is Emily Meadows, and she's wonderful. Um, so there's a lot of planning involved with the wedding and such. Uh, and lastly, which uh, this is sort of a shameless self-promotion, uh, but not so much a promotion of self, uh, I helped start up a caucus within the Libertarian Party, actually, called the Libertarian Party Individualist Caucus. And the idea was uh, to rebring back individualism um, and not just Ayn Rand egoism, which I certainly uh, don't uh, disinvite. Um, I, I did want to bring back some Randian thought, and I did want to bring back uh, the individualism rather than this collective mentality of, oh, this is what we have to believe. Uh, I think that as long as we're placing the importance of the individual and their individual liberty over the collective, that that is, um, that is what is important to libertarianism. Uh, and we are anti-socialism, we are anti-collectivism, and I wanted to make that very clear. So if you get a chance, head over to Facebook and like the Libertarian Party Individualist Caucus Facebook page. And of course, if you're interested, please apply to join the group. I do not think you'll be dissatisfied by doing so. Lots of cool stuff going on over there. All right, this has been The Individuals with David Seabass. Please tune in each Sunday at 5 p.m. to be listening in to my thoughts on faith, on freedom, and on philosophy. Thank you very much, and have an excellent week.